Welcome in the final hour of the radio program. Huck and Gas with you from the Carter Volkswagen studio. We we thank you for joining us today. Hopefully you've had a lovely time here. Lunch with listeners. Brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. Try to sneak in some phone calls here at the end of the segment. Hopefully. But as you know, Lunch with listeners, we take your phone calls. We also love to interview very, you know, kind of a fun guests who can bring something to the table. Because you and I, we're out of gas. Let's get the guy who wrote right. the Argentine football manual about take a shower hey, before you go out and hit the bars. I'm telling you, man. And John Campbell uh, joins us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. John from uh, Ard, uh, excuse me, oddshark.com. Talk about the Supreme Court uh, ruling. John, first, we want to thank you for rescheduling. We were going to have you on yesterday, but because of the Cano news, rescheduled for today. And I don't know if you've seen this story. I'm sure you guys are going to take odds, obviously, and betting odds on the World Cup. But the uh, the uh, the football squad from Argentina has been able to – they have a manual out there of how their delegates and players can hook up with uh, Russian women at the World Cup this summer. I would think that that would boost their odds this year at the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if oddsmakers got a hold of the manual yet, but depending on what's in there, they might have to make some odds adjustments on that one. Wow. Well, the f- the first thing is, you know, they like uh, men clean, so take a shower. And I'm like, that really shouldn't have to be. If that's your first thing, then I'm I'm, I'm wondering how in depth this is going to need to go, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I I know. I uh, but you'd be surprised. I think a lot of men might need that manual. Some men do need to to shower. That's a fair point, uh, John. Again, John Campbell joining us from OddShark.com. All right. So the Supreme Court big ruling this week. It's going to open up the floodgates now for every state to to gamble. Eventually, New Jersey, of course, uh, will be the uh, the second state, along with obviously with Nevada. Before we get to that. We asked you for a little homework assignment. Our producer, Jackson, uh, asked you a, a, about an hour ago uh, to work on this. What were the odds of the Mariners to make the postseason before the Robinson Cano injury? Well, I, I wish I had a more exciting storyline here for you, but the odds really haven't changed that much. <laughs> and the, the, yeah, the Mariners are, are fifty to one to win the World Series. They're twenty-two to one to win the American League, and six to one to win the AL West. And it, they probably would have moved a little bit more if if their odds were a little better to win. Uh, but just where they're a little further back, but it, it is a bit surprising. That I think there's some value there. They're rolling along pretty good, and they've actually been a great bet this year as well. Nice. You mean you mean like night to night, right? I mean they've because they they've been they've been a big surprise, I think, to a lot of people. Exactly, yeah. They're the third best bet so far uh, in wow. in the majors right now, yeah. behind Atlanta and the D backs. So they, uh, yeah, really good bet. If you bet a hundred dollars on every Mariners team, you'd be up eight hundred and twenty two dollars this season. Well, perfect. Well, I'm going to do that. Hold on, John. Can you can we put you on hold? I'm about to go put a hundred dollars on, on the game this afternoon. Uh, again, John uh, Campbell joining us here on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, OddShark.com. All right. So the ruling this uh, this week by the U.S. Supreme Court. We wanted someone on to to just you know inform us what what's going to change, and and what's going to be new. I guess I'll just ask you in this whole process from your point of view, John. What what's next for sports gambling? Well, next we will see states offer legislation, the states who want it, they'll offer legislation so that they can regulate and allow sports betting legally uh, in each state. And there's a small group of them, I think, that will start first. That includes New Jersey and Delaware, Mississippi, Pennsylvania. 
And then there'll be another big group of states, I think, that follow right behind. So kind of like we saw with the legalization of marijuana, we'll we'll see different states pop up and sports betting will be available and regulated in those states. Uh, At first, and I'm talking years ago, when this first started becoming a a topic of conversation, I talked to some, some friends of mine who were based out of Las Vegas well, that sounds nefarious, doesn't oh, it? It's sure not does. But, but I, at first I was a little taken aback. I would have thought that Vegas wanted to keep its monopoly on sports gambling. But almost to a person, John, and you can talk about this, within the gambling industry, and for obvious reasons, it becomes, as you think, as you think it through, it becomes obvious, they're 100% in favor of this. They don't feel it will impact them in a negative way at all, that the only legal place you can go to bet right now is Nevada. That's going to change dramatically and that that's not going to have a negative impact on them. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And and I've talked to just about every sportsbook director uh, over the years since this since this story started with New Jersey. And to a man, every one of them uh, is in favor of regulated national sports betting, and uh, and they like this story. And I think they're absolutely right because I think we're going to see more sports betters. And Las Vegas is still going to be the betting mecca of the world. And anybody who enjoys sports betting or, or gets into it eventually is going to want to go check out Las Vegas. And that's just a scene that won't be duplicated, at least for many, many years, anywhere else. So I think this will only help Las Vegas. The same way there are lots of casinos in states, but if you want to go to the most entertaining place to place a bet, people right. will go to Las Vegas. That's it. Uh, John Campbell, again, our guest. Uh, he works there for oddshark.com, uh, talking about uh, the, the decision this week from the U.S. Supreme Court. The, what about, now from your, from your angle, John, everyone will bring this up. Well, now the, we have to be careful the integrity of the game and the games and all the sports and all the professional sports and then in the college sports. Gas and I were talking about this this week. I mean, the, the people that have the greatest integrity are the sports books. They're not going to allow things to get out of hand in terms of, of bets and people fixing games. How, how do you think that that will be addressed? And do you think that protecting the integrity of the game, that that is a, an issue for states and leagues moving forward? Well, I, I think it will become more transparent now, and that was sort of the old fear-mongering stance from the league. It's no, 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 we can't have sports betting because then games will be fixed. And from a public perception, I, I think they bought into it, and it was like, wow, yeah, that that sounds bad. Yeah, sports betting, let's not do that. Just now, since the dawn of the internet and so much information, and people are just so much more inquisitive. And they started saying, wait, why does this threaten the integrity of the game? And people aren't buying that argument anymore. And sportsbooks in Las Vegas, they already monitor the bets. They're already in touch with the leagues. The leagues are already monitoring the action through Las Vegas. And sportsbooks know their business depends on giving bettors a fair shake. And they don't want games fixed either because it leaves them vulnerable. So, Having it legalized, I think, will will just help everyone. It'll make it a little more transparent. And they've always been. I've always thought that, that there's always those quirky stories, John, that come up. To to your point about sports books, they they try to err on the side of their customers, like any good business. And when some weird quirky thing happens, whether it's a a power failure or some kind of weather incident, you, you know, generally there's an avenue to make the customer whole 
Whereas they could just go the other way and say, nope, sorry, you made the bet. I mean, we, we, and I don't have a good example off the top of my head, but you know what I'm saying. They've gone out of their way over the years to make sure the customer feels like they're getting a fair shake. Yeah, I think a good example of that, I'm not sure how many years ago it was, three or four years ago, USC played Utah in a college game, and there was a touchdown that was overturned in-game, and then it was allowed uh, right after the game. And Sportsbook ended up, ended up paying out both sides of the bet to USC and Utah. I remember people were dumpster diving for days looking for tickets, tickets that were thrown <laughs> out. And, uh, but there's a way, if you have a dispute, there's a way uh, with a certain amount of bet. If your bet is you can go through the Nevada Gaming Commission and, and uh, have the dispute resolved. And they want to make their customers happy, uh, and but it just helps make it more transparent. So what the leagues want, they, they're talking about having an integrity fee, which I, I'll be surprised if states agree to pay this because I think it's up to the leagues to, which they're doing already, to monitor the integrity of these bets. It's in their best interest anyway. John Campbell, again, our guest uh, from OddShark.com, joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Those will say, how do you guard against you know, teams, people associated with organizations. I mean, I mean, I know the answer to this, but I mean, for people who don't guard against like prop bets, if, if prop bets become a big thing, how, how will the sports books and when, you know, other states make this legal protect themselves against people working with sports teams of, Hey, listen, I mean, I, I know how many passes or how many passes I can throw today. I'll just take a prop bet on myself. I mean, they, they usually don't, there's not a huge payoff usually for those things. Correct, John? Yeah, they, there's, there are a couple ways that sportsbooks sort of defend against, uh, call it inside info from these sorts of things. And one is they have low limits. So you often can't bet a whole ton of money. And if somebody did come in and say, yeah, give me a million dollars on the first play being a passing play in this game, it's going to raise a lot of red flags. So it is something that's fairly easier to monitor. And in-game betting, you, you can't always just get your bet. You see something and get it in. There's often a five- or ten-second delay in, in making sure that that bet goes through. So the, the books do have multiple safeguards against this sort of thing, low limits being the biggest one. Give me a final thing for you, John. In five years from now, maybe even longer, maybe seven years, what does the, what does the in-game experience look like at a stadium or an arena, in your opinion? in terms of association with sports gambling? I think we by that time we will see uh, betting shops within the stadiums, and I think people will be playing from their phones. And if they don't put shops in stadiums, people are still going to be doing it from their phones, from their seats anyway as the game's going on. That's awesome. Uh, any, any, shot for, any shot for the Rockets tonight? <laughs> Just asking for a friend. Uh, yeah, I love the Warriors here. I, Warriors have won twenty five of the twenty eight of their last twenty eight playoff games. You want to make them an underdog? Sure, I, I got them. I'm on them tonight. I was in them game one, and, and uh, I love them to, to beat the Rockets. John, what do you think about after game one and the results? If someone came to you uh, for just five bucks, twenty twenty to one odds that uh, that the that the Rockets would win the series. Would would that be a good bet if if you were the person that said I'll take the Warriors and I'll give you twenty to one for five bucks you can have the Rockets. How which way would you lean on that bet? Well, the Rockets. It's only going to cost you five bucks yeah, and uh, you can win a hundred there. So that's one of those easy ones. Did somebody do that? Did you take advantage of someone? Hang, hang on, I'm changing my Twitter handle to <laughs> Gas Man Odds Shark. <laughs> 
No, I think yeah. No, we we got a bet. I figured the the odds there, right? You hit it, John, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't I take that? Course, Twenty to one. This is like a what the hell? Go Rockets! Yeah. What do you guys know? What does this guy know? John knows the Rockets tonight. I told you it was a great bet. It was a great bet. I, what about what if someone came up to you, John, and they had a dispute with one of the bets you made, and their claim their claim to the bet was it wasn't the spirit of the bet that I was trying to make. I'd like my money back. Well, you got to explain it, the story. No, I no, mean, no, yeah. no, no. I don't want to. It's too much detail. But what would you say to someone? They said, no, that's not how I wanted to bet. That wasn't the spirit of the bet. Well, I'm playing the gaming commission here now. I love this, guys. But uh, but better, uh, sportsbooks have to be really careful the way that they word things because mm-hmm. they can get caught. And, and Las Vegas got caught uh, with some poorly worded draft props in the NFL. So I really think you have to pay out the bet that you agreed on to the letter because that's what the person taking the bet, that's the way they understood it in that bet, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it, John. It's weird how that works. Hey, one, I got la- one last one for you, John. A guy who's in the professional end of this business. I- I'm looking and and seeing that the underdogs have been the the play in the NHL playoffs this year, and they're they're red hot. Do you buy into a trend like that, or do you look at every game separately and go, look, it doesn't matter that the underdogs as a whole have been hot. What matters is tonight's game, and here's how we're looking at it. Or do you, do you lean towards a trend, or do you lean towards I got to analyze the individual game? Well, my general answer would be that to, to analyze the individual game, but usually these things even out over time. So when you see an anomaly like we did early on in the NBA playoffs where all the faves were coming in, I started automatically taking the underdogs because over time these mm-hmm. things even out, and we have right. a lot of historical data that shows that. Same thing with the NHL playoffs. As we go on, teams are much closer, and I thought these odds were way out of whack. So I've been on the underdogs. I don't know about tonight. I think the, the night's amazing atmosphere they're going to have there. I think it's going to be a real, real tough win for the Jets in Las Vegas. John, great stuff, man. Let's do it again. Uh, we really enjoyed it. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, there he is. John Campbell, oddshark.com. Johnny Oddshark. Johnny Oddshark. Is that right? Isn't that yeah. what he's called? God, that's what, you know what? I don't know if that's what he's called, but let's just call him that. Well, hang on. I'll get, let's, let's, get just, his, let's give him some Twitter love. You know, let's, Johnny let's, Oddshark. It's, uh, it's Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, Oddshark. J-O-N-N-Y, Oddshark on Twitter. There he is. Johnny Oddshark.